friend, tell me, does this sound a little bit like you? In the morning, whether the alarm goes off, or the dog starts barking, the baby crying, or you just wake up on your own, but you hit the ground running. Oh, the kids are hungry, and that dog again, he needs to go out. You've got appointments to get to, you have family maybe coming to visit, you got a birthday party this weekend. Oh, and by the way, you have to homeschool, which means your days are already jam-packed. You're feeling overwhelmed. But I'm gonna tell you that you don't need to feel like that any longer. Today, we are going to unpack that overwhelmed feeling. We're gonna figure out what's causing it and how can we return to a place of feeling peace and contentment in our days. Welcome to the Little by Little Homeschool Podcast, where you can get out of survival mode, feel confident in your homeschool decisions, and gain peace in your heart and home. I know that when we plant our feet firmly in this season of life and embrace our homeschooling, motherhood, and homemaking, we will thrive. I truly believe that we can do this from a place of peace and joy, all while growing a ton of contentment. And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, Homeschool Mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. Day in and day out, feeling overwhelmed. It just, it's a kind of common thing. You look out at your neighbor, she's overwhelmed. You see your friends on social media, they're overwhelmed. You run into a friend at the store, at church, everybody just feels overwhelmed. But just because it's common, that does not mean that it has to be normal. What if we, as homeschool moms, can live differently? Hey, we're already living differently than everybody else. We're homeschooling our kids. We're already the odd ones. Why not be the odd ones when it comes to feeling content and peaceful with our days and not running around haggard, uh, just absolutely overwhelmed. Our culture has created the feeling that if we are not busy 100% of the time, we're missing out on something. You know, the whole like FOMO, which, okay, the fear of missing out. (laughs) Okay, I'm the old mom who just, when I heard that, actually it was actually mom who said it to me or typed it out somewhere. And I was like, what does this mean? And I had to Google it. So if you ever had to Google any of those types of acronyms, is that even what they call them? Uh, to me, it's an acronym. I, I, I didn't know what it meant. So I looked it up and I was like, oh, okay, fear of missing out. But anyway, we can have that feeling that we're missing out or that something's wrong with us. Uh, let's go back to our days in school. I don't know if you were like me. I attended public school or it doesn't even matter what school you attended. But I just felt like I didn't have anything going on. Therefore, like I'm the loser. Nobody wants to hang out with me. So there's something wrong with me. And we can feel like that as adults, maybe subconsciously, and maybe you don't really think like that, but we just kind of feel like, oh, I don't have a lot going on. And it just leaves us feeling like we're missing out on something if we're not busy all of the time. But what if we readjusted the way that we viewed busyness and feeling overwhelmed? And I don't think that this is something that the homeschool culture really wants to perpetuate. I think it goes a little bit deeper, but also maybe a little bit more surfacey in the fact that we can look at other homeschoolers on social media. And what our minds tend to do is that we will look at this mom. She's awesome. She's doing all these arts and crafts. We look at this other mom. She's awesome. She gets her kids outside for four hours every single day. And then we look at another mom and she's doing all these science experiments. And then we look at this other mom and her kids are learning Latin. And then the next one, they're unschooling. And we, what we do is we put those all those different women together in our minds and we come up with this one superwoman homeschool mom and we compare ourselves to her 
And what happens is we start to look at ourselves and we say, I'm not doing A, B, C, D, E, F, G, all the way up to Z like this one woman that I have created in my mind. And I'm not doing that, so I need to add more to my day. I need to make every single meal from scratch. I need to sew my kids' clothing. I need to get a job inside or outside the home. I need to homeschool them. They need to know Latin and Spanish and... German and of course obviously English and they need to graduate all of this from high school by the time they're 13. Well <laughs> we can just in our minds put these things together and it just makes us then feel overwhelmed because we're adding more to our plate than what God intends for us to have. A few years ago we had just moved into the home that we're living in and I put a ton of pressure on myself to keep up 100% with school. I had three kiddos that I was homeschooling at the time. And I was like, we are not, I think we missed like one day possibly because we couldn't find their books. Otherwise, I was like, we are doing school every single day. I was also blogging, which included doing lots of house projects, DIYs, and basically in that type of lifestyle, if you miss a couple of days, people kind of forget about you when it's just social media. And I put a ton of pressure on myself to keep up the momentum when basically we couldn't even find clean underwear and our socks. We didn't have the things. We moved in. It was November. I think it snowed a few days later. Couldn't find the shovels. I mean, shovels are big and we still couldn't find it, but I put a lot of pressure on myself. Also, it was around the holidays and we had moved into a home that was much smaller and I had no personal space. There was no alone time for me or so I thought. I just didn't make it a priority. I started to crack. And one night, James took our kids out for the evening. Now, we don't have any family where we live. So it wasn't like he could just pop over the grandparents' house or uh, his sister's house or something and just kind of hang out and say, hey, you know, Lee's about to flip her lid, so we just need to hang out here for a little while till she becomes a little more sane. He also doesn't shop. He's not going to willingly go into a store. What they did was they went over to Target parking lot, sat in his car, and watched a movie on the iPad which I had no idea. He just told me, I'm gonna take the kids out for the evening. So here I thought that they were going to go and do something fun. When I found out later on that they just went over to a parking lot, and this is cold in the winter, so they keep the car running, keep the heat going, and watch the movie on the iPad. Ugh, I felt so awful. Now, maybe you haven't driven your family away yet like I did, but had I stopped pushing myself, there could have been more joy in my home during this process. I could have stopped myself from feeling overwhelmed, evaluated what was it that I could change, make those changes so that that transition to a new house could have been more peaceful, more calm, and I wouldn't have blown my lid. So that's what we're going to talk today about. I've got three tips for you. If you're feeling overwhelmed, which basically I think at any point we all are, and this is a like feeling super overwhelmed. There's times there, and you can you can use these steps even then, even if you're feeling a little overwhelmed. Say, okay, I'm just going to apply these tips on like a micro level. But if you are feeling overwhelmed, huge, a huge amount, let's apply this on a macro level. So I've got three tips for you here to stop and to analyze and figure this out because mama, I want you to be feeling good and peaceful about your homeschool and your day in and day out because you know what? However you're feeling is how everybody else is feeling. When mama's stressed out and about to blow her lid, don't make your family hop into the car and go sit in the Target parking lot like me. Learn from my mistake here. Okay, so number one, first thing we need to do is we need to identify we're feeling overwhelmed and take a look at it and say, am I overwhelmed just with homeschool or am I overwhelmed in other areas of my life too? 
Are there family things going on? Are there dynamics in my neighborhood, in my community, in my church? Are there a lot of roles that I'm playing? What is causing me to feel overwhelmed? Maybe it is just homeschool. Maybe I've added too much to my plate and we're gonna get to how to, how to handle that and how to tackle that. But stop and think, where is the pressure coming from? I would love for you to take a few moments away from everybody. Maybe you have to go head out to your car in a parking lot. No, I'm just kidding. But maybe go to a coffee shop, go to the library, or maybe it's just during nap time or in the evening after everybody is in bed. Sit down and identify what is overwhelming you. Write it down because once we have it written down, we can really stop and look at that and say, yes, that is it. And it's also a nice thing to be able to go back to in say a few weeks and you're feeling less overwhelmed, say, okay, I did work on that and I worked on this area and I'm feeling less overwhelmed. So I'm gonna encourage you to stop and take some time, some quiet time, just sit, pray, contemplate. What are the areas that are making me feel overwhelmed? Possibly you have too many roles in life. Maybe you're running your women's ministry like I have in the past at church and there's a lot of dynamics that comes with that but you're also homeschooling your kids. You're 100% committed to raising them fully and homeschooling includes that education as well. And then think about, once you have those areas written down, where is the pressure coming from? Are you putting pressure on yourself? Like I did with my home, it had to be all kinds of perfect as soon as we moved in. This was an old house and had not been taken care of in a while and needed a lot of updating. I put the pressure on myself thinking that my blog readers, social media followers wanted to see my house perfect. Turns out that they didn't. They actually enjoyed the process of watching us go through all of these projects because it encouraged and inspired them. I put the pressure on myself. So when the pressure of feeling overwhelmed, are you putting that pressure on yourself? Most of the time it is. I talk to my husband, James, and I'll tell him I'm overwhelmed with these couple things. And he's like, why are you overwhelmed with that? I, I, that's not really important to me. So also evaluate what is important, what's important to people. Maybe certain things are not important to your husband and maybe they're not. And we can talk about that in a further episode. I'd love to dive in a little bit into marriage and homeschooling and uh, kind of talk about just the dynamics of that because it is different than when uh, you're a family that does not homeschool. Okay, so the first thing you're gonna do is you're going to identify what's overwhelming you. You're gonna write these areas down and you're gonna determine where's the pressure coming from. Is it an external pressure or is it just an internal pressure? Then I want you to evaluate your time. We all, in quotes I'm gonna say, only have 24 hours, but 24 hours is a lot of time if we manage our time well. So where is your time going? Are you using your time wisely? When us moms are home day in and day out with our kids, we often crave time with other adults, with friends, and there are seasons in life when we are really busy, our friends are really busy, whether they homeschool or their kids go to public school, it does not matter, we just have busy lives at certain seasons in life. But where is your time going? Are you craving time with others and spending time possibly on social media when there are ways that you could be spending that time in a more profitable type of way, in a way that's going to give you an outcome? Now, I'm not going to tell you to put those timers on your social media. I have not done that because I just know that it will lead to guilt. 
my main way of helping myself to control that is to say to myself, uh, you know, how could I be spending this time better? I just lost 30 minutes. What could I have been doing better? And I spent a lot of time in prayer. Lord, help keep me focused. When I do go online, help me to do what I need to do, put out the information I need to, interact with those that I need to. And I'm not saying that social media is all bad, but we can often get ourselves down into some deep rabbit holes that will suck up our time. So I would love for you to sit down then, you can do this at the same exact time as you identify as what you're overwhelmed, and really evaluate your time. Where is my time going? Be honest with yourself because guess what? You already know where your time is going. And am I using my time wisely? Because maybe your feeling of overwhelmed isn't that you don't have too much going on. Possibly you do have too much going on, but possibly you are just not stewarding your time well. So this right now, sitting down looking at the time, will let you know. If you are volunteering at a couple places and your kids are in all these different activities and you're homeschooling and you want to have uh, home-cooked meals on the table every night, there might not be time. So look down and honestly evaluate. Spend some time in prayer over that. It's probably a good idea then to maybe walk away from this and come back to it another time and to see, okay, was I really being honest with myself? And if not, go ahead and add some things to it. Okay, so now that you've sat down, you identified, yes, I am overwhelmed. And where's this pressure coming from? What are all the roles that I have? Am I putting extra pressure on myself even to carry out these roles? You're also then going to really evaluate your time. How am I spending my time? Am I managing it well? Am I using it wisely? The third step is that I want you to lessen the load. I want you to reduce the amount of things that you have going on. Maybe there are some roles, maybe there are some things that you have to cut back on because in this season of life with your family, raising and being there with your children is more important. And possibly by you stepping down and out of some type of role, you allow space for someone to step into that role. It could be an answer to prayer for somebody else who's looking uh, to add something to their days uh, and to their roles. Let's talk specifically about homeschool. How do we reduce the amount going on in homeschool? Now, I know that there are things that we need to cover, and this all depends upon your state regulations and how you feel that you need to carry these out. But maybe the first thing you need to do is to reduce the amount of curriculum and the areas of study that you have going on. I know there are so many amazing resources out there, and we want our kids to be exposed to the arts, to history, to science, Obviously, we want them to be able to read well. We want them to write well. Uh, Oh, we want to include logic. Oh, I want to include, you know, some type of, uh, right now I'm reading a book about biblical manhood to my boys, and I had to take something out because there isn't the time for that. But I realized that right now I have a 14 and 17-year-old. Both boys, my daughter graduated, so she's not with us. I was like, this is the perfect season to dive into some things to really build them up for their next season in life. Yeah, there's some other great things that would be fun to do, but this is more important. So I want you to take a look and understand that there is time, especially if you have little ones, there are times to cover some of these different topics, but maybe you just have added too much. Did you go to a uh, curriculum sale? Did you go to a homeschool convention where you just listened to speakers and all these people had just great things? You've been scrolling on social media, on Instagram, and you find all these small Um, homeschool uh, shops, you know, these moms put together and they have these great unit studies and you've just have added all to it and you're trying to do it all at once. I'm going to tell you right now, it's not possible. (laughs) I've been there. I've been burned out and I've had to drop things. This doesn't mean that you have to give away 
those different resources. There was one year where I had gone to a uh, convention, came home with a ton of stuff, and I looked at it, and I was like, this is just not physically possible. And I set some a couple of things aside, and I felt guilty about it until the next school year came around, and there were some things, let's just say it was 2020. I think it was the school year 2020. Uh, or, yeah, the middle of uh, the 2020 to 2021 school year. And I was like, huh, I think I bought something about logical to study fallacies. And I dug through my stuff, and there it was. I had wanted to incorporate that into my homeschool for the past two school years. And it just did not feel important. But at that time, it was just the perfect time. God was like, ah, ding, ding, There, I think I have something in there. And it was around election time. My kids and I, they were all teens. So it was really fun. We would get, maybe not fun, it was a little bit kind of concerning. <laughs> we would get flyers in the mail for different candidates. And we would hold on to them and then take some time and evaluate each of those against the fallacies that we had learned. And it just opened my kids' eyes to a lot of marketing and media. And by putting that aside, God pulled it out at the exact right time. I already had it, just needed to implement it at the right time. So don't think that dropping something is necessarily a negative thing. It just might not be the right time for that. Just know that by reducing the amount of curriculum, letting some things go, what's going to happen is that you are going to be a more peaceful homeschool mom. Can you imagine just the environment, just the feeling within your home being one of peace and contentment without mom running around frazzled and grumpy and possibly with a short temper because those are the things that come out of feeling overwhelmed. Not having peace will lead to feeling overwhelmed. So how do we get to a place of peace is these three things. Identify what's overwhelming you. Be honest with yourself. Sit down and really evaluate your time. Are you spending it wisely? And the third one is to lessen the load. Maybe if that has to do with your personal life or it has to do with homeschool, lessen it. You can always add things in once you kind of get a handle on things and once you feel like your footing is stable. If you are in a place where you are just saying to yourself, I don't know that I can do this on my own. I need some help to identify where I'm feeling overwhelmed. I don't even have a handle on my homeschool, or maybe I've been homeschooling for a few years and things are just out of whack. I just didn't have a solid foundation. Then you're going to want to run, not just walk, to Hello Homeschool Academy. This is my course where I get to work with you on your specific homeschool. We do one-on-one coaching calls. It's just as a way for me to be able to pour into you directly because... Every single family is unique. So if you're feeling overwhelmed, go ahead and check out the link in the show notes below. Now, I know that you went and did these three things, or if you haven't, you're going to do them soon here. And when you are done, what I want you to do is I want you to share over in our private Facebook group. It's called Embrace Your Homeschool Lifestyle. I will also drop a link for that in the show notes. And what I want you to do is I want you to hop over there and I want you to let me know one thing, whether it's in your homeschool or in your life in general, that you are going to drop and you are not going to replace it until you are at a place of peace and contentment. And possibly you might never replace that or it might be a few years. But I want to know what is it after you have identified that you're overwhelmed and you have figured out where the pressure is coming from, you have really evaluated your time and now you're saying, this is what I need to do. This is what I need to drop. I want you to let me know over at Embrace Your Homeschool Lifestyle private Facebook group. I'm really looking forward to chatting with you more about this over there in that group. Until next time, have a great day, Mama. 
If this podcast has encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. I love to hear how this show has impacted you. So if you could hop over and do that, I'd be so grateful. While you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends to encourage them. You can also find me over on Instagram at Little by Little Homeschool. Until next time, have a beautiful day, Mama.